Is this thing on? Episode number 18. And we're on 18. All right. Hey, what kind of bird likes avocado toast? Which one? The millennial falcon. (laughs) (laughs) But while we're on the (laughs) subject of millennials, what does a millennial expect for doing nothing? I don't know what. You don't know? A trophy. Yeah. <laughs> I like now. Those are two of the best ones. That said, there'll be no trophies given today. Oh, no. Tell us why, Doug. We're going to start off hot here. Mm. Now, you know, I, I give you full credit of being a fantastic carver. You have a <laughs> school. You're very experienced and and just a just a, a real true artist. Here we go. But myself and the viewers or listeners in this case may have a bone to pick with you this week. Is there <laughs> anything you'd like to to right. admit to before we get going here? And so now this is like yeah. I said, I've already said that you are a fantastic carver, <laughs> but being your elder, I have to uh we have to come in hot with some discipline. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing so wrong what, with that. What what could that be for? Could it just yeah. Well, this is this is the funny part. It's sad as it is funny that Doug called me. What day was it, Doug? Was it three days after or two days after? Um, I don't. I don't came out on YouTube. Yeah. So it was a couple of days, I think, and or maybe it was the first day. I was looking at the. I think it was day no, you one because you called me and asked me if I listened to it. That's right. I called you and I yeah. and I had said oh wow we're back in it you know like it's going well people are commenting responding this is great this is fun and you said uh yeah it's funny i tried to listen to it this morning and i and i couldn't and i was like immediately knew what he meant you know and that's that anchor yeah apparently i'm out of the swing of things i didn't post it to our audio formats so itunes all those guys they didn't get anything only the youtubers got it so to all of you out there who listen via audio, that was a, a severe degree of uh, absent-mindedness there. <laughs> wow. I publicly apologize. I want to let you know that it will not happen again. I'm going to be better. It's going to be better. <laughs> <laughs> I did it like, this is the second time too, right? Uh, well, more than that, at least. I think it's the second time. Second time, okay, maybe for this this yeah. part, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for this mistake, Doug, you got to run. That's tally. right. Check your well, oh, I guess it, I guess it was just standing me up other times. That's right. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, right. The but yes, that up. was a uh, that was a shame. I think I so. think the problem is with me is that people uh, they assume that I don't know why they assume this, but I, I think they just assume that I have a full fully. Co- full capacity of my brain at all times that I I remember things and that and if I don't remember something a lot of people think that I'm doing it on purpose or that I just don't care but the reality is I live in a a a fantasy land that is my brain that just you know doesn't always do what I want it to do so well truth be told and I know we'll get a comment about this that's saying that uh, well Doug you knew you knew that it wasn't up right 
why didn't you uh, do something about it? Yeah. But I couldn't because I was too angry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, we got that out of the way. So we're going to, uh, we're, we're trying to have a successful podcast that will be uploaded every Friday morning going forward. Sorry to all who uh, missed the audio. And uh, hey, while we're on the subject, why don't you uh, just give us a little uh, shout out or whatever, if you are an audio listener and how do you listen to it? Do you listen to it at work? Do you listen to it in your car? Or is uh, if you had YouTube playing at home, would that be the equivalent of the audio? Yeah, I'm right. curious too. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, hey, it's the coffee, coffee time. Yeah, it's coffee time. But wait, first, coffee time today is brought to us by our friends Trevor, Charles, Diana, and Mark. Big thanks to them who went over to the buy me a coffee uh, section and clicked that link and bought us a coffee. So thanks, guys. And sir. Coffee is on you, and today's coffee on my end is called Biker Blend. This is a, what is it, a Guatemalan, Honduras, what does that mean, origins, how can it be all three, Guatemala, Honduras, and India? Oh, it's a combo. Oh, you know what, they didn't check the one off, maybe that's what, but anyway, flavor notes are smoky, charred hickory. And it is considered rich. Oh, like, well, you have like to be rich blend. to pay for that, I bet. It's uh, yeah, these little packets aren't that cheap, really. No, but anyway, I'm I'm drinking that right now, and uh, it's, How is it's it? pretty good. You yeah. like it? Yeah. No, for me, it's a a local company called Sabbath. I've recently been turned on to them, Sabbath Coffee Roasters, and they are over in Clawson, Michigan. And this is their ritual. It's their house blend. It's uh, over notes, overtones, or tastes of lemon, pre-lane, pre-lane, pecan, berry jam, <laughs> praline is weird. Um, uh, and it's a mix of Ethiopia and Guatemalan coffee. And I really can taste the Ethiopia. No, it is, it is good though. I, I like it. I'm not sure I'm getting... I'm not tuned enough, trained enough to get the tasting notes, but it's good. I like mine. It says smoky, charred hickory. I'll accept those flavors, but uh, yeah, my palate is not that uh, adept at pulling apart flavors. It's expensive. So uh, the name, uh, Sabbath Coffee Roasters, what are they just like throwing it in the face of the uh, Sabbath? Like oh. all we do on the Sabbath is roast coffee beans? Oh, Sabbath is a day of rest, not right. roasting coffee. What were they thinking? I don't know. I wonder if they're a Christian company. It says here, you deserve a break, and we've crafted something special for you. Fill your mug, <laughs> take a sip, and celebrate all that is good. There you go. Yeah, so that's that. Very good. Well, that was... Uh, I'm still... I, I, I still want to go a little bit more. These bags, that they, these small bags... Yeah, and my, I saw it had a little uh, what do you call it? Like a little Ziploc tab on it. Yeah, so that you can reseal the bag. Yep. So I cut the top off of it. Apparently, it only seals on one side. 
over here. Oh, you're supposed to keep yeah. the top of the bag on. Yep. yep. So you yep. got to pour it out the side of the bag. So that yeah, bag is no more. Mine's the same way. So you yeah. understand what I did? I, I know I exactly what you did because I think I've done it maybe at some point or another. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Or I just don't understand. But anyway, right. what have you been up to this week? I have been carving uh well for one i did a green man for uh a well i actually put it on auction on facebook so if you're my facebook friend well it's oh, long gone it's long gone since uh you know it, it expired a few days before you got this to this but um i might do another another one in the future i guess but yeah i just put this on facebook and it's uh the auction is ending uh this the end of this week no, Monday, tomorrow. No, today is Tuesday. So Wednesday, as we're recording this, um, which you're not supposed to say. Shh. Yeah. It's actually Friday. That's what I meant. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> that is so big. ridiculously it's, good. It's big. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. So it's a big boy. And uh, yeah, so that was pretty fun. I got to a certain point with it where I was like tired of fooling with it. So I just put clear coat and then I called it. And uh, and I didn't even really like sand certain parts of it that I wanted to, but uh, I actually ended up kind of like, I kind of went the Bruno wool pathway, which is where he just kind of like leaves. Um, obviously I'm not comparing myself to Bruno. My point <laughs> is he's leaving the like lines and, and, and tool, tool marks. In, and that, that's actually kind of cool. So, well, for the audio listeners, that green man that I liked it is a Oak. Oak leaf. Oak, yeah. Oak, oak leaf. leaf green mm -hmm. man with uh, some acorns but yeah. the beauty is the depth and we're going to talk about that when we get to me because uh, i want i want to go a little bit deeper but uh no pun leaves, intended it, well that's it right yeah. <laughs> that's right but uh those leaves are just like off of the wood like that's amazing like super Thanks. good super good i appreciate it but so you're actually on facebook yeah yeah, I figured I'd try it. I hadn't done this. And I, I did this for uh, a carving that I uh, painted my own. I did this Native American with a warrior paint uh, on his face and that went over super well. And so, um, I don't know, it's been a year or two, maybe two, maybe plus, two plus years. No, I, I remember you carving that one. That was, you actually carved that Native for the uh, International Association of Wood Carvers as a demo. Oh. And, that, and, that, and then you paint it later on. Yep, that's exactly what happened. And so, yep. what was that? That was at least a couple of years ago, or maybe a year. Uh, well, a healthy year anyway. Yeah, healthy year and a half. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's funny we've known of each other that long. Yeah, October twenty twenty. So two years now. Well, oh. not really a year. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. About a year and a half. Yeah. So, so. that, and then I did another Green Man today. I'm on a Green Man roll, and I actually kind of like the. Tell me if you have experienced this and maybe I sound like a broken record, but whenever I have a limited amount of time to do something and I kind of knock something out quickly, I'm usually more happy with it than if I've spent, you know, three days like this green man, I've just had way too much time into like a day and a half in this or something. Yeah, probably. And, and that one I, I carved, I'll pull it up. It's literally... So this green man that uh, Alex carved in, you know, I, I had already previously rough, rough this thing in, but I didn't, you know, but the finishing process took me like, I don't know, a few minutes. I mean, like, like not a few minutes, sorry, a few hours, like, I don't know, three or four or four hours, five hours, something like that. But I'm just, I like his expression even better. 
So I don't mm -hmm. know. It's hard. Do you notice that when you're carving that when you do something quickly, you feel like you can get more enjoyment out of it because you don't have as well, much? Well, if I if I do it quickly, I'm happier mostly because if I do it quickly, that means everything came together. <laughs> I didn't screw something it's, up. That's such a good point, Doug. Yeah, that's exactly right. right. It's just like every every step clicked. The eyeballs were immediately the same size. You know, yep. everything was just on par and everything worked. So that's why it makes you happier. Now, the ones that I put too much time in, I usually set them aside. I get to a point, I actually have two things on the go right now that I've actually just set aside. And then yesterday I went and did another carving and it worked out great. Huh. Just the change of focus and coming back to things is yeah. working for me more and more all the time. Or well, what, if I get frustrated, if I get frustrated or, or if I think I went too deep or did something wrong, I'll just say, if usually it's late at night anyway and i'll say okay off you go and uh, i'll revisit it and when i revisit it it's normally just a few cuts and i'm right back into it <laughs> you know but then you just get to a point where you're just like i can't i just don't have the the focus or the yep. i'm not getting the enjoyment from it that's so, so good no I, you hit the nail on the head that it's that way because it's going well and that's why it takes less time and that's why you enjoy yep. it more <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> so hadn't thought now that rarely rarely happens for me but uh yes. same no no same i feel the same way so you've been about, i'm uh, i'm about curious you? still about the uh i'm not gonna let you go yet the no. uh the, the facebook auction do you have a like i'm not on facebook so do you trust that your followers on facebook are, are going to give you a decent price where say compared to putting on a website at a higher price, or do you mm -hmm. think they're gonna they're going to uh, bid you up and make you happy? This that's is the really, gamble, right? That's right. No, and I, I've actually done it once before. So usually the auction I, I reserve for people in the carving school occasionally, as the Canadians say, I'll post a carving there. But I mean, maybe like once every year or something. I don't know. I've done it a couple of times, but I've done this Facebook thing at large, maybe one or two other times. I can't remember the second time, but I know I've done it uh, one other time. So a total of, the, including this time, three times. And it seems to have worked well. I know with the school, uh, I, I posted a carving there once and it got like a hundred something dollars and I was kind of bummed. I was expecting yeah. it to do better. Yeah. Because the average carving goes for, for around 350 bucks. And so I was hoping to get at least that and I didn't. And so, yeah, I you know, when you have a larger enough group, I think I have, you know, I have a few thousand friends or however many you're allowed to have on Facebook or something like that. So, uh, you know, it's, it's not bad. And I usually go to Facebook because I think, well, you know, there are more people there who are going to be interested in buying a carving than the younger folks on Instagram. And Right. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. Now, so an auctions passed for me, how long did you put, are you auctioning it for? Usually 24 hours, right around there. Exactly. Good for you, because this is uh, what I was going to say. Sometimes you, you feel like well, if I leave it for five days, it'll do it'll get better. But I've auctioned some tools off in mm -hmm. the past, and I find that in, you get initial bids. And then someone bids up maybe within closer to the, the asking price, and then it, it dies. And then the last hour it picks up yep. five days later, yep. you know, so the 24 hours, as long as you have enough people see it, I think that's the way to go. For yep. sure, you're right. I agree. I agree. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because I, I, I'm asking that because I, I'm, you know what, I, I to be, I'm running out of wall space. I've got a whole 
pile of carvings on my desk over here and i'm like how do i want to do this i want to do it right yeah i don't want to uh i don't know if i want an etsy store or not or mm. if i want to uh ebay or etsy or whatever but uh well at some all... point in the future i'm going to be unloading some carvings because yeah i just got to, i want to keep making them <laughs> so. yeah as you should no, and then you couldn't go wrong with any of those. You, I mean, if you went to Facebook, if you went to Etsy, if you went to eBay, you know, I think the I, I think the auction format might be neat for you because then you've got you know you've got the advantage of numbers, and so you wouldn't have to put a price tag on it. You could just let people, mm-hmm. you know, wh- whoever wants it the most gets it. In other words, so I guess you'll be- learn pretty quick if you only get thirty five bucks for a carving. Then the, that wasn't yep. the way to go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But anyway. So outside of carving, anything else exciting? Oh, um, really? It's been kind of low key. Uh, I was kind of getting over that cold that I had yet last week. You could probably hear it in my voice. And so the only lingering symptom is some, uh, you know, like some chest tightness, but that's pretty much today. Actually, that kind of broke midday. So I feel mostly better now. So that's good. Been trying to be diligent, hitting the sauna more. And I'm more excited about the sauna since I got sick because, uh, it's kind of gives you some relief if you're real stuffy, declog your nose. And, so, and, yeah. and you can justify it now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you don't really have to justify it to anybody, but. Uh, yeah, well, exactly right. Justify it yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. So. so. Right, well, you. there you go. Well, I've had, uh, well, work is work as usual, but uh, seems to be a little bit more hectic these days. And I was called in uh, pretty much every day this week, but. Wow. Uh, I'll tell you a little story before I talk about what I've been making, but it was so funny. I was sitting home, I think it was Friday night, eating supper. You ever sit there just eating your supper and the phone rings and all of a sudden within uh, 10 minutes, you're in a life or death situation? <laughs> no, no, that's well, never happened. That's, that's over dramatic, but it was, it, was, uh, it was pretty sketchy. My brother called me, it was about well, this time of day, so it was dark outside, and he said uh, the big Sven, the uh, the male, the big reindeer, was uh, caught up in his fence. Oh boy! So Sven is a massive, massive rack on him, and he's in the rut. So this great big reindeer got so he's rutting. So you ever see in the trees in the bush? That's what the deer and the moose do. They scratch the velvet off their antlers on trees and mm-hmm. mark mark their territories and whatever. So yeah. he's scratching everything, and he got into the fence and started twisting it up and twisting it up. And he had this whole line of fence got it all wrapped in his antlers. So we got an angry reindeer, and I I I shouldn't even guess. I won't guess how many pounds he is, but he's a big reindeer madder than mad with about eight loops of wire on his antlers and, he, and he's tied within the like an eight foot radius he can't go any farther he's pulling the fence down really so he's like uh we got to get in there and get this fence off this reindeer off his rack and like i said he's mad like you're getting close to him and, and he's just just charging back and forth and back and forth and and stomping and jumping and bucking and so anyway, Yikes. that was, <laughs> we were staying out there. So I went in and uh, so I got my hands on his antler and just like, just Ugh. wiggling, squirming and fighting. And we got him pulled up so then we could get on the other side of the fence and pull him against the fence. So we felt a little bit safer. 
but still trying to hold this angry reindeer Ugh. so that I could take the bolt cutters and cut the the wires off of his uh, antlers. Wow. And uh, man, it was so hairy. Yeah, that <laughs> thing crazy. could end you. Oh, just with the yep, just lifting its head, it could take out your eyeball, and yep. uh, it was just yeah, massive antlers just going just everywhere. So yeah, that up, was uh, come up beneath your chin. Was, <laughs> oh yeah, that was Breaking very uh, very exciting. Very yeah. fun little moment, but otherwise, uh, yeah, I've been doing some carving too. Uh, did some uh, wood spirits. I've got uh, this guy here. This is just a regular, typical wood spirit. Nice. And then, as I think we talked about a week ago, that I told you I had never done a green man. So I made a green man. All right. Pretty, and a green, man, a green that... man, basically a green man <laughs> beard. He doesn't have the green man hair but he's got man, a green man beard. Job. so for those and, of you uh, listening there's a beautiful paint job on that and the eyes are they they're very much uh they're alive. Very yeah piercing aren't they yeah they look <laughs> awesome but uh that was so much fun so i started on the hair i didn't decide to do a green man i had yeah. already done the hair and i was just gonna do the beard and then i i wanted since his hair was slicked back i wanted to pull his beard sideways yep and then I just started thinking about how I would split the beard and make like a wind blow. Yep. And then uh, I just got to the leaves. I said, I'm doing leaves because this has this little tit on the side here. Yeah. I said, that nice. would make a little extra little leaf on the side. That's so fun. then he became a green man. So uh, it was so much fun. But back to what, how you started out with talking about your oak leaves on your green man. Two times this week, I started making a little... Uh, what do you call it? a little not a fairy house but i guess you call it a fairy house is that what you call it like the whimsical yeah. house yeah whimsical house fairy house whatever you want to call it I guess. so between the fairy house which i that's one of the ones i set aside because uh, i got a little bit frustrated and the green man so two times this week i had an urge to get a dremel yeah yeah and i i, I may have to pursue that and i'll tell you why oh you don't I'm, own I'm, one no, I don't own one. Oh, no. Okay. No, and uh, I don't have any burrs or nothing. Yeah. But I could totally see the use of it. Mm -hmm. And I always said, I don't like them. I don't want them. Yeah. But basically, sometimes you need them or they'll help you yes. a lot. Yes. Right. So uh, I may uh, I may end up going that road. I'll tell you what I was doing on the, on the house. I wanted to create a post in it. And I was trying to carve in behind it with yeah. my gouges yep. and chisels. And, yep. and it just... You basically you work way through and make a hole on each side and then you're just chiseling back and forth just waiting for it to break off exactly you know and yeah. if you had a little power carver you could have <laughs> got that in behind and just bird it right out totally and yeah. the same thing right for the leaves trying to undercut the leaves i really wanted to raise them up but all i could do was get my knife underneath on an angle and try and cut up but i could have had more space underneath the leaves and yep. get them raised up and shadowed a lot better with a uh, power carver. So, so old man can change. I think uh, I think I'm going to investigate it at least and uh, see if there's a uh, one's better than the other. We'll talk about it later. But uh, yeah, that was uh, something I want to do. And how many like starting out? How many burrs do you think you need? A couple three oh, burrs would be probably get you pretty far, wouldn't they? 
Oh, three. No, I, I, I mean, you probably, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I regularly, you know, well, I don't really have a, 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 a Dremel in hand for most carvings anymore, but the, this green man, I, I did, I used it a bit. What was another carving that I used it on? But most, mostly I use a, like a one, like a two millimeter or a one millimeter ball. Just a little tiny one. Just a tiny, because most of the time when I'm using a Dremel, it's for that reason. It's like, there's a certain spot that I want to undercut that is kind of hard to get yeah. to. I don't want to break it. And if I use the carving tool, I might wedge it open. But there's another tool that I like that's uh, a tapered, like um, it's a it's a long taper, meaning it stays pretty thin most of the time. It's not like a big round taper, but I do like does that. It, it's like a conical shape. Yep, does it, it does come to a point. Yeah, yep, I can see that. That yep, and, because, and, and, uh, yeah, and it, do you use a you have a flex shaft because I no. can't imagine yeah you use the I, actual handheld tool I I do have a flex shaft but I don't use it I don't like it I don't like the I don't have the controller for it so I can't control the speed so it's just one speed and it's mediocre a medium speed it's not very fast it's probably I don't know five thousand rpm or something so yeah I like the handheld Dremel okay all right I just think for what what I could see on the whimsical house I think it it might be a hindrance of bumping into the yeah without the flex shaft the flex shaft is much skinnier that it's almost like holding a big marker yeah you know of I, a bigger tool yeah no i did it for years i used a flex shaft uh and i even had a i even have a dremel brand i have a red wing brand and which is like a minnesota made uh uh um rotary tool and then, and then a dremel brand version and that one was nice and i had the flex shaft on it i found that you know you have to keep it like oiled and they tend to get hot if you put too much of a, a torque on it and i'm sure it's better but i just got lazy and went back to just using the dremel it kind of stays out of my way most for the most part so yeah well anyway i like you don't nobody has to have one mm -hmm. i just found that uh, if i start horsing with my knife and i put too much pressure on everything all the time i can see myself breaking those leaves off also Whereas it'd be nice to actually give them the leaves the shape first, and then when you got, when you're happy with your leaf, then you can you can undercut them and and get them shadowed up. So, yep, yeah, yep, that's that. And another thing, but, it, sorry, I got excited. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Is you can use you know one of the you know a lot of us if you're like me you have an aversion to painting carvings and I don't know what it stems from. I think it's just. You like the wood to show through, you want it to be natural and you don't like the extra step. Yeah, that, that's how I am. Um, but for those of you like me, you can use paint um, in a clever way to make certain areas look darker. Even if you're not you know, coloring the eyes or coloring the leaves, you can use oil paints or even water-based paints to go underneath the leaves and create a little more contrast. That's kind of a nice, yeah. Did you do well, that? I painted all the leaves and the hair and the eyebrows mm -hmm. black first coat oh and there's two coats of different colors of green on top of the black interest that's cool give it depth to give it the depth and the yep so that's i learned that too like the any all the shadowing should be darker that's mm. what basically what antiquing after the fact would do as well yeah right would leave the dark into the in all the creases and crevices to uh yep give it that antiquing and shadowing so absolutely yeah so but other than that uh I did, uh, what did I do for you? You know what? Oh, here's a funny story. Uh, me and Sophie and I, we did a, a live stream on YouTube. Oh, yeah. On Sunday night. That was uh, fun. We hadn't done that for a long time. And uh, 
it's it's always fun and we didn't give too much notice i guess maybe the afternoon worth of notice and uh yeah we had a good turnout lots of uh lots of uh, constructive questions and i think i'm going to do it again i tried to explain to them while i in the process and i've had lots of feedback some was good some was bad but lots of feedback saying i want to do more live streams and this podcast work hand in hand for my words i always say people ask me questions under videos never go back to check my answers yep. and then on top of it all i'm only telling one person the answer so if i open up to uh the questions whether the podcast or a live stream that's uh seems to work better tell everybody instead of tell one person so i don't keep repeating myself over and over and over again so so that was fun and what else did i do i made a short of i so I, it may be my last short ever oh no <laughs> you know my you know my love hate relationship with short videos yeah but i just made a real uh 30 seconds short of the carving from the week before that uh the woods watcher i call him the kind of mm -hmm. like the half face guy. can i say too i'm so jealous of your uh of your name like i would have like i was staring at this carving today this green man just staring at it going wood wood watcher dang it <laughs> what else do i call this it's a good name i know like i just like that name better than wood spirit me too I don't know why. So I, I said to Sophie, I said, I gotta start hashtagging everything Woods Watcher and see if we can get it yeah. get it going again instead yeah. of Wood Spirit everything. Yep. But I did that short and it didn't really take off, but which is fine. I don't expect it to. You never know when YouTube can take take off or something. But basically it was just a basically an ad for the full length video, is how I looked at it. But what do you think? People say YouTube, oh yeah, you got making all that money. What do you think? I think there's 7,000 views. What do you think the income is from the short? Oh, I couldn't even venture a guess. I'm not experienced enough. I know. It's crazy. But I'll tell you, 7,000 views on the short. Lots of comments, lots of uh, negative. You put up with a lot of crap on the shorts because it's, yeah. they're putting it in front of a different audience. That's the, also the point. You're drawing out from a bigger audience when it gets mm -hmm. on the YouTube or if you get to the YouTube shelf. So it'll put it out there for everybody. But <clears throat> I checked the uh, analytics and I have made 10 cents. <laughs> Doug, congratulations. Can we get some sound that, effects in here? Woo! I should say that. It's even better for Canadians because that's 10 cents American is 12 cents Canadian. <laughs> Isn't that what, what will you do with all of that money? What, what do you think? Isn't you'll, it, you think you'll so save crazy. some of it, spend some of it? I don't know. I don't know. I, it's just, uh, there's a, you can't even get a bubble gum in a bubble gum machine anymore. How, how like, do you think this is going to change your life, Doug? <laughs> yeah it changed my life already no more shorts yeah <laughs> yeah exactly oh i just think that was so crazy That's but anyway wild it's not it, those shorts are never for the money but it just it's it almost feels more insulting to give you 10 cents than to give you nothing yeah but, no it's it is actually it, they should bar they, they should pay you in dollars only right you would think but anyway our topic but for today yes we have a good one well i have a couple topics what was your uh 
let's start out with the uh, one that we discussed earlier. And I asked you if you have any yeah. goals. This is the one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So early, earlier, or I guess the last before Christmas, we talked about resolutions or challenges yeah. for the new year. But, but I was thinking today that's not quite the same as yeah. a goal. Yep. So, do you have any goals for this year? I do, and uh, it surrounds. It's it seems a little bit oddly specific, but it surrounds long phone calls during work hours with customers, with um you know distant friends you know we're not talking about close friends and family here we're talking about like people in my life who i don't really need to talk to for four hours takes up a a good part of of my life more than i want it to and so i've decided that in talks with my girlfriend that i'm going to uh, allocate specific times for phone calls as far as like outgoing calls. Right. And then receiving mm-hmm. calls, mostly if it's a close friend or something, I'll probably take it, but, um, or especially a family member or my girlfriend, but lunch, uh, breakfast, lunch. And then after six is, is the allocated, those are the allocated times for phone calls. I'm not going to talk to customers because the problem is I like to talk so much that even if it's somebody I haven't seen, even more so if I haven't seen somebody in 10 years and they yep. call and say, hey, Alec, tell me about wood carving faces, you know, and then it's like, well, do I have a story yep. for you? Uh, you know, it's just like four hours later, it's like, wow, I didn't get the commission done that I needed to get done today. Or man, I really wish I would have done that video, but I didn't have time. I wonder why I didn't have time. Look at my 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 phone and it's like that conversation went for an hour and then you ended up talking to so-and-so for two and so that, that truly, as far as goals, I know that's really not like a big visionary, like moonshot goal, but it's to, it's to, it's to be it, really what it speaks to is just to be a little bit more diligent with my work day and the time that I spend. And that, that extends to social media, of course, too, but just distractions in general. Mm-hmm. No, I totally get that. You know what you need? You need some AirPods. Yeah. And then you can just talk while you work. Well, that helps. <laughs> Well, especially no, I'm, not with, trying, I'm not trying to give you a, give you an out. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, yeah, th- that's true, though, like with carving. And here's the distinction. If you're not doing something that requires left brain, you could talk on the phone all you want. So if you're if you've already got the rough sketch in for carving or you know exactly what you're doing, you can talk on the phone all day long, listen to a podcast, listen to music and it won't affect you. But, you know, it's the problem is when it keeps you from from carving because you feel bad because you want to be attentive to whoever it is you're talking to so yeah the airpods you know that works so i if i'm listening to podcasts while i work i'll have airpods and if somebody calls me i never stop working i keep working mm-hmm. and then they'll say what's that noise you're making a lot of noise and i said hey you called me while i'm working yep exactly <laughs> that's yeah. it that's you good. know it's so funny when i was a kid you you can't relate to this i'm sure but when I was a kid, I'd be gone for 10 hours, whatever. I'd come home and with a little uh, little pull-out roll of paper beside the phone. Uh-huh. And your mother or whoever answered the phone would take a note. Yeah. Say, hey, uh, Johnny called you. He wants you to call him back when you get home. Yep. And that's that's the way a telephone used to be used. I'm surprised they had paperback. I honestly would have assumed that you would have done something with stone and a tablet, like a stone tablet and etching. No, no, they they had the paper, but uh, but that's Hmm. how it was. And now, see, I always said if I hired somebody, I wouldn't even let them carry a phone. 
you can pull your phone out at lunchtime. Right. I were, I was with a guy today and uh, I, I loaded his truck full of chairs and stuff. And uh, he had his phone in the hand, in his hand the entire time we were working. Yuck. Like, like I, I could not understand how people can put up with that. Like if you're working, you should be working. Now, of course, you're self-employed. And I'm not saying that to you. I'm just saying that in general. No, I you see you. You see people working and uh, they're just having full text conversations and mm-hmm. whatever. But uh, I'm still kind of old school on that. So, no, that's yeah. good. No, I, 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 I'm with you. So, what about you? What's a what's like a goal for this year, if if any? Well, as you know, and and many many know that uh, I'm kind of struggling now to find the purpose and direction, and I kind of think I. I not not in life, but in uh, in in this whole community, like the carving world and YouTube and whatnot. Yeah. And I, and I think I've kind of decided that my problem is is that I'm trying to please everybody. Mm. I cannot. I'm trying to be a people pleaser and keep everybody happy, and I'm making myself unhappy by trying to keep people happy. And uh, again, it was uh, reiterated this weekend on the live stream and subsequent emails and comments after, like. People are getting mad. You, there's no way in the world I can please everybody. It's crazy. And uh, if if you try something different, then you're, you know, one guy what was it? I was a corporate uh, sellout or something or whatever. Like it's just like, where did that come from? Another guy was telling me that. Uh, be honest with us. Are you a carving channel? I'm like, are you stupid? <laughs> like, like. There's just no, it just comes out of nowhere and you cannot keep everybody happy. So my goal, the goal that I was thinking was just, I'm going to do whatever the Sam Hill I want to do. Yep. And I'm not going to worry about everybody. And if they like what I do, great. And most of them, most of them still will, but I always listen. It's always that squeaky. They always say the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Right. And I, I could get 99 positive comments. And then one stupid comment, and I'll try to please the stupid one. And they're like, why would I ever do that? Yep. Ever. Yeah. You just have to learn to ignore negativity and just keep yourself happy. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I had a guy, I had a guy, I was shoveling snow this morning, saw on the sidewalk, and a guy that I hadn't met or I hadn't met, I hadn't seen for probably 20 years. I worked with him 20 plus years ago. And uh, he pulled in. And he went on a little rant telling me all the people our age that have died in the last 20 years, <laughs> our age. And I was Why like, would you want to hear that? Well, I don't know. It's just, we just started talking about somebody who goes, yeah, well, he died. And then, well, did you hear about he died? And then, then over the last year, I'm like, yeah, yeah you know what? At the end of the day, we're all going to die. Yep. Why would I waste my life trying to please people that don't give a rip about uh, just negative, negative people? I'm going to get rid of them. So anyway, I want to please myself. And if that means, like I said earlier with the live stream and whatnot, I was saying more of my more and more of my videos are going to be more demonstration based. Yep. And I'll answer your questions about them on live streams or even this podcast. Yeah. Instead of always, you know, giving you a step by step. Because at this point, people and I said that one guy said uh you uh what how did he I, i'm trying to think of the i'll never get the exact words but but basically uh 
I thought you were here to promote the carving and you weren't here for yourself. I'm like, well, if that was true, even still, if that was true, I've done it for five years. I think I, I think I, uh, I think I did my, <laughs> I think I did it. Yeah. So, I think I promoted carving somewhat. So anyway, but my, my goal, that said, my goal, all this to say, I want to carve faces. You know, when you met me the first time, I always said, I used to always say, I always want a little bit of goofiness and everything, a little quirky, a little weird, but uh, I'm hooked on faces right now. And I bet you that's going to continue this year. Yeah. I can't see it stopping anytime soon because, yeah. uh, like I said, I just did my first green man. And I'm telling you, I almost want to turn around and start another green man immediately because I yep. loved it so much. Yep. So I just, I love faces. And I want yeah. to, uh, I want to really, I'm going to take some classes from you, hopefully at some point, and uh, really dive in and try to become a good face carver. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's something about faces are face faces are just uh yeah never never feel like you really get it i mean i look at my carvings and i still go oh my gosh i have so much i mean having having done this for a job i'm i'm sometimes looking at my faces and i'm getting embarrassed you know like my gosh i've got a lot a long ways to go and i think that but then again that's what makes it good right is you look at your carving and you you simultaneously experience like joy that you made that that yep. is so cool like you get really excited and but then at the same time you're like that's not quite, that's not quite, I know I can do that better. I know I can, if I really pay attention. So, and then you start pointing out all the flaws to people that they look at it. It's the same as anything. Yeah. You always, uh, you, you build something cool and you go, yeah, but they say, oh, that looks really good. Then you say, yeah, but if you notice that piece of trim in the corner there, like yeah. nobody would ever, nobody ever knows, you know? Yep. Well, I used to think that that critical spirit was necessary. Like, and I say critical spirit coming from a Christian background. So that sounds like very uh, Christianese, but I mean like a, a critical attitude about your work is necessary. I think it's good to like know where your shortcomings are, but I think it's better just to be encouraged because then you're going to get to carving more. You're going to enjoy yep. it, you know, like celebrating a carving that looks pretty good is better than being like, that's not it. That's not it. I can do better than that. You know, it's like, it celebrate and i feel like there's a will a willing ignorance that goes with being good at anything that you just keep striving even if you're not where you need to be and so you you, you don't have you know when you start out you don't have enough sense to go well i'm not a very good carver so i don't think i should keep going you just go wow i think i'm i think i could do something you see into the future yeah, i can do better yeah, yeah i can do better but it's also that uh the self-deprecating comes from a, a lack of confidence really yeah Yep. And then, uh, see, I envy people that are overconfident making crap. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You hit it. That's it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, like, I look at people that are going, oh, I did this. You know, like, yeah. look at me. I did this. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I yeah. wish I had your confidence. Yeah, exactly. Like crap. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Wouldn't right. that be great to be so blind? yeah to, right to know where you want to be or just be happy so anyway that's yeah. my goal is to uh just really dive in deep into faces you could turn faces different ways sideways mm -hmm. up yeah. green men wood spirits women just bark in general like i'm just 
that's where I want to be right now. And yeah. uh, I don't think I should ever have to apologize for doing what I want to do. And I'm not going to. No. So that's my goal. Take it or leave it. There you go. They all leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone leaves it. <laughs> <laughs> but I also said in the podcast, too, I was going to add some more different crafts and stuff in, like driftwood stuff, yeah. too. So, uh, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so I'm going to let go of all of those negative people. I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm not going to talk about it again. Yeah. They're just going to, uh, if they don't like it, they can uh, disappear. And uh, I'm going to carry on and uh, keep myself happy. And if I'm happy, then my wife is happy. And if my wife's happy, I'm even happier. Happy. Even happier. <laughs> I like oh, it. It's I so like funny it. how one little comment can just ruin your day. Even though you know that guy might be a total loser in his basement watching cartoons. Yeah. But it, 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 <laughs> yeah. In his it, parents' it, basement it, watching cartoons at 30. Yeah. But it does affect you. And uh, a lot of people, even if you say you need to grow thicker skin, even when you say that, you know it affects you. You're just somebody, talking big. Somebody gave a comment, put, put a comment uh, saying, I really enjoy this channel. And I know this is an odd thing to say, but you're really not annoying at all. And I read that and I was like, <laughs> am I supposed to be glad that you made this comment? Like, yeah. You're really not that annoying, Alec. That's how it felt. <laughs> yeah, it felt like, you know, I think most people probably think you're annoying, but I'm a nice guy, so I don't. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't find you that annoying. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Wow. What a nice guy. Yeah. Thanks. So anyway, we're going to get rid of those people. Yeah. Or block or not. Uh... We're going to end them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's terrible. What would you say? You're going to end them? No, we're going to edit them. With a... <laughs> edit them is what oh. I meant to say. I just took oh. it to the extreme, but I, <laughs> that's um, hilarious. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me mm. for goals. I, uh, I had another subject idea and maybe we should, uh, hold on to it for a week. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, over the next week, I'll, I'll give you something to think about and uh, we'll oh. come back because I've got some stories from, uh, for this next week. Okay. Looking forward right. I'm we'll gonna go get right something uh, while you're chatting up everyone. What, what what could it be? What could what could Alec be going to get? I wonder. You'd think he would have it. Uh, he, Alec has just placed his uh, headphones right on the camera of his <laughs> thing, and they look like they've been through a war. <laughs> I made fun of this guy in school in college because he had the exact same brand of headphones that I had. But they looked like this. They were like peeling and he had tape wrapped around him. I remember looking at that guy and being like, what's wrong with that guy? Uh oh. See, we match. Ah. Ah. There you go. Oh, God, I can't even make fun of you because mine are the same way. There you go. All right. Mailbag. Mailbag. Bad. Almost. 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 Maybe we need a, a sign. Yeah. We have, to, we have to make a sign. When we we count down. But or you know what? Maybe not. I don't think I ever want to do it in sync. In sync. Yeah. It's yeah. Big. I don't want to. Do it. Yeah. That would be wrong at this point. We've established a precedent. That's right. 18, 18 shows later. So digging into the mailbag. What do you got this week? 
I mean, there's a lot here. Um, and there are people have been writing these very nice uh, emails and telling us how they love our carvings and all this very nice stuff. And so we appreciate it. Um, I'm going to try to jump to the question parts of these emails. Um, but uh, there's a lot of good comments here. So uh, firstly, Doug, uh, will you ever make a boat? This is from Mark A. And I think, Mark I, a. wait a second. Did you not talk sounds, about this? I think I did. Was this in personal conversation? No, I think we've talked about this before. Mm. But uh, Mark A, I think, is he the one who's writing from the, the riverboat in the UK? <laughs> I, don't I think know. he I, th I think he is i think he's at the river he is uh oh yeah he is from I, will yeah wiltshire england yeah oh okay he says uh all went well here on the canal in wiltshire england on board water shrimp my 72 foot narrow boat longtime fan of mr linker's work and new fan of young mr lacasse love the cottonwood bark carving but it's a little rocking horse churd over here in the uk okay so it's small is what he's trying to say no he's um, trying to say it says hard to find it's like a unicorn uh oh oh okay oh well i guess rocking horses don't turd so that, that'd be the appropriate way of looking there at you that. go thank you i've never heard that before <laughs> so just before we get to the question if there is one but have you seen a uh, riverboat no i am so envious it's like the ultimate tiny house oh really you have to you have to go on a go on a research it after after the show okay it, it would be so cool and they run them in these canals and stuff but the, how long did he say it was 72 foot 72 feet a narrow little boat but it's like set up as a to the perfect tiny house just you so really cool. you have to you have to look at them so you live really, in it really cool yeah a lot of people do wow yeah, yeah. i don't know if he does but uh, i know i watched a lot of uh, a lot of these uh, different types of housing videos and the uh, it really the really cool in the tiny house markets and the people love them and they hey, look so cool it's very good. and you don't even have to stay in the same spot yeah float away but in on the same hand if you're like me who doesn't want to go out into uh 20 foot swells in the ocean how cool would be in a riverboat yeah really same cool. idea is how cool would it be to uh paddle uptown like in the the canals in holland and stuff i think right. that would be such a Mm. such a neat way to live but anyway sorry so the question we don't the, have yeah. the first question is uh for doug and it's well firstly how's the chin coping without the yeard oh it uh it came off chilly i i may have mentioned last week but i uh had to i felt very womanly i had to put chapstick on did i mention that last week i think i might have i yeah. told somebody not too long ago anyway yeah, you did but, uh immediately when i took it off and the wind got to my my lip i guess it was protected for so long <laughs> it just rebelled and dried and cracked and i had to get sophie to give me some lip stuff and i was like oh this is so unmanly to do some lip gloss but, uh, it wasn't gloss but uh, which color did you yeah. use doug <laughs> no no colors sorry that's but, not uh, yeah that was it but otherwise I kind of like it. Everyone keeps telling me how young I look, and I'm like, yeah, I know I look pretty, uh, pretty old and hillbillyish the last couple of months there. So I'm happy to take it off. I'm not sad. Yeah. No, but no. Uh, I'll probably find a happy medium. Well, now that you have the scruff coming in, it, 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 you know, I feel like I can, I can look at you and recognize you. 
for who you are you know the scruff helps yeah the <laughs> scruff is gets whiter and whiter though yeah it's coming in so white oh do you hear the dog barking hi doggies okay so he talks about offerman here and he uh he asks oh okay i know you like mr offerman and he's done some amazing work plus you live by a lake okay so okay um my question for alec is will you stick to cottonwood bark forever or do you imagine moving on to proffer wood full pieces um he says i feel the size of the bark always restricts what you can do i love that about it too but if a customer had a giant piece of walnut and wanted a full-size Native American Indian, say, your thoughts, please. Um, well, um, I do, uh, Mark, and I suggest you take a look at my work because uh, a lot of what I do is full-size. Uh, not, I don't do very many full-size busts. And if I was commissioned to do that, you're darn too. Now take that commission for sure. But yeah, I do a fair amount of, uh, I'm looking at a couple of life-size uh, busts, statues up on my bench. There's one right here. So here's one. So I do that. Yeah. This is white cedar. Alec is, Alec is showing a uh, yeah, pretty white, cute little uh, woman there. Yeah, a white cedar uh, woman. So I do a lot of I do a lot of uh, hardwood carving. Not a lot. Not as much as probably bark, but yeah, quite a bit. So happy New Year's to you. Thanks, Mark. And Roger says he's been enjoying the show. Um, he has a question about uh, paste wax that he later in another email nixed because he said he ended up figuring out that the paste wax kind of fully absorbed into the bark. Um, but he says he has a side question for me that um, uh, talking about this pelican shaped chisel, this skew knife. And <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, he wants to know about this. He said he's found one from Beavercraft, but he's not impressed. And I hate to break it to you, Roger, but this tool is not made anymore. And to my knowledge, it doesn't exist, although I'm sure there's somebody out there making something. And uh, I know that Denny is the company that made it, and now it's OCC Tools. Yeah. And yep. they're, they're making something kind of like this, apparently. It is similar. They, so now I've seen they have a shorter one that they mm. do make. Cool. And the other one is more of a rounded tip. But this yep. is the one that you're referring to, I believe. And uh, yeah. Where'd you get it that is, one, Doug? Well, my buddy <laughs> Alec and one of his students <laughs> bought it yep. for me. That was right. the kindness of their hearts after me coveting. Dean. Shout out to Dean so for it, going in on it with me. Although coveting is maybe not right, sometimes it does pay off when you verbalize it right. and uh, constantly threaten to steal it when you come to their house. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this individual, this is uh, 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 Daryl Daw. He's asking if you've ever cut down cottonwood uh, into rectangular blocks and made caricatures out of them. Oh, I've read this one because I took a little tangent and uh, tried it for him. Nice. I love that. I made, a, I made a little, a little fella. I really that is awesome. his eyes, to be honest. But the thing was, it took so little time. It carves so fast. It looks really good. But uh, yeah, you can. It is not the same. You really have to calm down. You can't just go in. Cottonwood likes to split and bust under pressure yeah so you really have to make sure you're really cutting and slicing you can't just push like basswood you would push on it 
and the yep. wood would remove if you push on it you could split because it's such a layered material hmm. that it really wants to split and come apart but it can definitely be done <laughs> but yeah that's cool uh, i bet he didn't expect that on his comment there oh, uh, yeah i read that and well i, I think it was just yesterday or whatever i just took 15 yeah. minutes and i just went in cool. curve so fast it's like awesome. carving, carving soap almost that's yeah. great is it Ed, cost effective probably not no no but i have uh lots of scraps and it was there you go deal. yeah if you can yeah. turn the stuff you're throwing out into a carving then it's that cost effective for sure yeah because i've been cutting down my bark lately because my bark has been too uh too tall mm-hmm. so i will uh i'll even just take off you know four inches off an end or if it's a rough bend yeah and four inches is a perfect size for a little character caricature ed wolfstag says um a set of quick questions what one a great name what a great name i want to be sir wolfstag hey. you know the germans i'm assuming this is a german name ed correct me in the following uh week if i'm wrong but the the Germans would they have these last names with Wolf like Wolfhausen and like Wolfstagen and that's cool. When does the current piece you're working on get too big for two inch knife blades? Let's deal with that one first. For me, I'll, I'll answer that. I, I don't know how to answer this question because I don't use a knife that's longer than an inch and a half ever. So there's no piece of carving. But I'm assuming he's talking about caricatures. So Doug, take it. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I uh, I don't I don't even own it. I think my biggest is two inches, and that's <laughs> easy now. <laughs> sorry. Talking about tools here, knife tools. Good grief! I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a twelve year old. I'm sorry. You are a twelve year old. Two. Uh, oh, you have more to contribute. I don't. I never use like a, a longer uh, like Sloyd knife on my. Uh, on my carving, I always keep it. My favorite knife is an inch three quarter on everything, really. So <laughs> I agree. The shorter ones are. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. They get the job done. So, two, what size carving nece- necessitates the need? Are you going to be okay? Are you going to be okay? I like his uh, yeah. still got a little glimmer in his eye there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's called, they're called tears. They're, I'm just, I just got emotional. I remembered something my yeah, grandma yeah. told me when I was very young. Uh, anyway, I don't want to talk about it. But, two, what size necessitates the need for a carving station in addition to gouges? So, what, what I'm hearing here is Ed is transitioning from a uh, caricature carver in hand to trying other things and so to me whatever what necessitates that is your desire i mean as soon as i could as soon as i found ron adamson and his fixture setup i created my version of it in the shop so i would say the time is now ed if you're interested in doing it create a carving station right away okay i agree except for i would say my qualification for that is he the is this the email that he asked about uh, when does a vice come into play that's the next question is should i plan on a vice in addition to a carving station yeah okay so I, i'll address that i personally myself if i can hold it in my hand comfortably i definitely want to uh I won't, I won't put it on the wall. I'm 12. I'm sorry. Something's gotten into me today. It's like the church laughter where you know you're not supposed to laugh. <laughs> okay. Well, 
he's not gonna make it he's not gonna make it sorry folks yeah this will be our last podcast <laughs> alec is canceled i'm gonna edit uh, this out if you if you can uh i'm embarrassed yeah i can't even say it again or you guys are giggling like a schoolgirl. but if you can hold it in your hand i would do that i bought a little uh veritas really nice little uh smaller vice that yeah. uh like with the platform face on it for oh that's smaller, with a yep with a ball joint and whatever mm-hmm. and yep. uh i i never use it no I, same same here yeah yeah uh, either i hold it in my hand or i put it on the wall there's mm-hmm. just that's where it is yep. now mind you like the size does like oh my goodness <laughs> i i won't i'm good I've got the, uh, the size does matter like even if it's six inches tall if it's four inches wide it's gonna be hard <laughs> see you can do it oh my goodness it got too specific <laughs> yeah but no that's that is oh, like so he goes on to say that he's been carving whittling lots of little dudes but he's been interested in trying his hand at carving larger pieces <laughs> so that's there's nothing here that's funny i'm just trying to keep it together um anyway so he uh he says p.s i listen to you guys while at work and it's like having a radio show in the background it keeps me sane keep up the great work thank you i appreciate that ed it's like having your kids at work with you. <laughs> yeah that's true it's like bringing kids that's perfect bring your kid to work today oh boy Hello, Alec and Doug. I'm in the middle of episode 13, listening about keeping Greenwood from checking cracking. As someone who, um, oh, okay, this is the suggestion. He talks about using, um, uh, let's see, he talking, <laughs> this is another one that was kind of hilarious. It's called rubbing cocking oil. I have never heard of this. Is that for a gun? Oh my God. No, it's a spelling mistake, you ding bad. It's cooking oh, oil. It? <laughs> It says cocking. It says C-O-C-K-I-N-G. Read down down farther. It says cooking oil. Oh, does he? Ah, the nice thing about cooking oil. See, I didn't read the entire email. (laughs) Like, is that a gun oil? Like a cocking oil? But it's spelled like cock. Okay, so. I can't believe I gave you another chance. Yeah, you shouldn't have. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so so he says it ensures that the cocking oil will keep it from cracking. So there you go. Cooking oil. I'm going to say something here. Uh, I have no experience myself, but I have heard in the past like a vegetable oil may go rancid. An that's olive oil heard. may go rancid. That's you want something heard. that's more of a neutral uh, mm-hmm. base, mind you, if that's all you got, yeah, try it. But yep. uh, you want more of a less organic uh, oil. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Or not organic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something that's not uh, prone to uh, going rancid anyway. Yep. Neutral. Yeah. yeah. Amen. That's That finishes it up for us that's as far it. as the mailbag. And now and we move to a new segment called the featured artist segment. Yes. Yes. Where we I feature have... an artist. Yes. And we will invite you to uh, show them some love and check them out and... Uh, See if you like their stuff like we do. That's right. I have one uh, this week that uh, he's been on my list for a while and uh, really enjoy his stuff. He is a carver, Mm. but he's a carver of everything. Mm. He does caricatures. He does 
wood spirit burnt carvings. He does some chainsaw work. He does relief carving. And his name is Sir Tom Wilkinson. Yeah. Wilkinson. Tom great. Wilkinson. He is a fantastic wood carver. I only know yep. him from Instagram. I don't know if he's anywhere else. But uh, go check out Tom Wilkinson. Wilkinson as in Wilkinson Swords. Absolutely. Why I think that I think that's why Sir came to it right away. Yep. Sir Wilkinson. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I really like Tom's work, and he's uh, someone to really look up to. So he's that's my good. artist of the week. <clears throat> I dig. I dig. Yeah, I followed him for a while, and I like his work a lot. Mine is wall woodworking. I mentioned him in the last podcast, and I said I'd uh, allude to some more information about him, and I never got to it. Um, but I decided to choose him as my, uh, you know, uh, craftsperson or artist or maker of the week. And I, I like him because he, uh, he does, um, really, really clean work. A lot of it's, you know, like modern, you know, like he'll do this sort of like, uh, modern stuff, like furniture, a lot of it, you know, but he'll also do like these, uh, these wall pieces as well. And this is like an example I'm showing everyone, uh, uh, for those of you listening, a visual of a bed frame and a nice little uh, simple, straightforward, um, but really beautiful uh, maple uh, side table um, or nightstand. So anyway, he does really, really clean work. And uh, yeah, he's a friend. I remember when I first met Brad, he was working at an Apple store and I was staying at his house uh, because he had, I had an art show in the town I was, uh, he, he lived in. And so he would watch me come back with, I think it was just, he'd see me come back with a bunch of carvings sold and, and he was kind of interested in woodworking. And so he started buying tools and doing lath work. Um, and before you know it, he had a successful thriving business on Facebook selling lath art and, you know, furniture. And uh, he kept what, going. What, what define lath art? Yeah. So plaster and lath, it, it uh, so you know, walls were made. Oh, of, you're talking about the sticks. Yeah. Yeah. They're basically, yeah. So walls okay, were at one yeah, time yeah. were made of st these wooden sticks. And so he, and then naturally they have somehow they have different colors. Somehow they're painted. Some are not painted. I don't know what it is that makes them different colors, but he'll find them and arrange them to create these patterns. So mostly he's not painting these. Some of them, the, the black ones he is, but. Oh yeah. No, I totally understand now. I didn't <clears throat> think that you were talking about that, but I know, I know lath, lath and plaster work. Yep. And he'll do these really fun kind of geometric patterns and they kind of look like Western, but he'll do like for, you know, for all sorts of different types of furniture like this. And it's really fun. And, you know, you may have seen something like this before. It's not completely new uh, as far as genre, but the way he does it, I really dig uh, the herringbone. Yeah. And so that's fun. Really fun. I have a, there's so many different things you can work with, but I'm going to butt in here and jump in on the lath because uh, anytime I've saved lath, from a, a renovation or whatever it's always pretty dirty pretty dirty stuff like uh, hard to get all the uh the the plaster out of it oh okay. right yeah but if you're ever in the market or if you ever see you get the same thing like i use a lot of uh tobacco or tobacco sticks huh. so if you ever uh, see someone tearing down i don't know where you are but uh, we're in like a tobacco belt there's lots of tobacco kilns and all the sticks that they've been hanging tobacco in the kiln for 30 years. They're the perfect little uh, one by twos, but they're so weathered and worn and they smell so good. Really? The best, yeah, they're the best craft material you can find. If you can find tobacco sticks, 
a lot That's of second cool. secondhand stores are carrying them and people are luckily some people are salvaging them i'm sure the farmers are burning most of them mm. but uh, they're great and also is the old snow fences the old uh, red snow fence these be uh stick stick wood fences and normally they were originally very red but then of course if you use them every year for 30 years and they get really weathered and worn and they look really cool too so the old the old uh, snow fence and tobacco sticks are, are great for uh, lath replacements and i oh. use them like just go ahead is it the same size and shape pretty much okay pretty much yeah uh, the snow fence may be a little thinner than the tobacco sticks but it's the same idea as that plaster elastics huh. so yeah and all of those things that I just mentioned, along with the lath, are things that uh, soon nobody will ever find. Right. It's kind of sad, right? It's true. So so go buy some one by twos and throw them outside for a while. Yeah. Buy a bunch of uh, tobacco pipes uh, or pipe tobacco and then kind of mix it in with the wood and try to pretend you're Doug once you... Yeah. I, well, I that know. old... That... Yeah, you don't know what you're saying. But the Virginia, <laughs> the, the, those tobaccos, like this is the smell because that's where they dry the tobacco leaves and it just impregnates that wood. And it's just, a, it's a real sweet, nice smell. It'd be a nice candle. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's nothing wrong with the smell of tobacco. That's, oh, I miss my dad when I was a kid would, I don't remember cigarettes because he transitioned to a pipe before I was very old. And man, I loved, I loved it. I was sad. I mean, I remember my mom rejoicing when he quit, but I remember being ostensibly very upset. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, you can't beat the smell of a pipe. <clears throat> no. The problem nowadays is is uh, all the flavored tobaccos are have been banned in Canada. Really? Yeah. So to keep no kids way. away from them. Yeah, but even wow. the pipe tobacco, like a, like a cherry Borkum Riff, would be like ultimate smell like i would pay someone to smoke their pipe in my house it's such a nice smell yeah but uh yeah they're all going to uh no flavors isn't it interesting though like cigars i think they're just basically a similar thing but they absolutely reek like i would pay someone yeah. to 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 smoke not smoke <laughs> and not smoke in my house with a yeah. with a cigar yeah, I don't know what the difference is, but uh, there's definitely the pipe is so much more acceptable and mild and yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. anyway, moving on to our next segment, which would be our media segment. What you've been up what to? Are you listening to rather? What, what you've been taking in? You've been watching, watching, reading anything? Anything? Uh, anything goes. Yeah. So, what do you got? You know me to go. Uh, I have go. been. Well, so I've been I'm back on the train of uh, the the Swedish lessons, and I did pretty good today actually. I remembered I think I well not really great, but I think I'll give myself like a B minus as far as like my retention of the stuff that I learned. Yeah, so using this app called Babbel, we are not sponsored by Babbel, but <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So I've been doing that uh, here and there. Um, I got hooked on Mav. I mentioned him last week and I've watched less of him this week, but I'm still uh, kind of, you know, looking for time to watch more of his videos because they're very entertaining. These uh, camping and his the truck camping videos. Um, yep. did, but, did you ever uh, hop over to check out Foresty Forest or not? No, I, I put it in my search engine of the day of our podcast and I lost it. I forgot about it. Yep. Yeah. Someone commented yep. though, that they're, they're with you on him. Yeah, no, he's good. 
he's good it, nothing dramatic just beautiful drone footage and he's what they call a he call himself a peak bagger huh. so he climbs peaks and uh do you know do you understand what i'm saying so yeah. he's just uh so i think right now he's well well over 100 peaks that uh they all wow. have like a cache at the top where you sign your name huh. so his his goal is to get thousands i guess and it's like really extreme hikes that he's doing to get up there wow so, yeah well mine is very boring for our listeners but uh, i've been binging on the video creators podcast oh yeah that's with uh tim smoyer and uh, it's just tricks and tips and stuff and how to uh, improve your channel and uh and just make it work better and it's it's some good stuff and uh today was about uh podcasting so you may want to check that out yourself alec yeah and yeah, uh, well. give it a listen but uh yeah good podcast good people entertaining even uh even if you don't care about the video creating it's yeah. just one of those you know they do a little check-in and stuff so you get to know the people good and uh, it's fun it helps mm -hmm. me because it tells me all the time that i'm not alone yeah and uh it kind of hits on some of the common issues and problems with the uh the online world which is uh a zoo so True. there you go i think that wraps up our that wraps it number up. 18 Teen. so uh, once again thanks to all who uh are with us this long and uh can put up with us and uh especially those who have bought us a coffee we appreciate that and uh we will be back next week with episode 19 if alec remembers that's right <laughs> that's right all right guys see you next week take your vitamins folks there you go